Welcome back to Big Gay Nerds, the LGBT RPG podcast where we're playing Masks, a New Generation. Uh, I am Owen, your master of ceremonies. My pronouns are he and him. Joining me today, we have returning champion Levi. <laughs> uh, hello, I'm Levi. Pronouns are they and them. The player of the innocent playbook, uh, Photon Boy. Real name Luke Byrne. Uh, here from the 90s. Yeah. Back in the 90s. No, I'm not going to... <laughs> no, no. no, stop you it. Say we're going to... Yep, yep. Do it, do it real quick. Okay, we have Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah. <laughs> Pronouns she, her, and I'm doing this intro quickly. I play Juno, uh, also known as Starcross, the Nova. Saturn. Hi, I'm Saturn, they, them. I play Charlie, more frequently known as Pippa, sometimes also known as the Pink Panzer, who is the brain. He's from the late 70s, I guess, slash early 80s. Nice. Okay. And Joe. I'm Joe, aka Jonix. My pronouns are they, them. I'm playing Pate McLeod, the Mighty Lass of Glad. That's the bowl play- playbook, but uh, she's not here right now. That's right. Yep, but her, have... her all-American friend Patty is. Yes. So, quick review of last time. Uh, Pippa and Juno were invited well juno was invited to return to the r&d department of the asterian corporation to do some tests um and pippa came along ostensibly just to hang out with his friend and to get some like souvenirs from the gift shop but really did used it for an excuse to do some corporate espionage and then got caught and managed to bluff his way through it until the bluff became untenable at which point he uh faked being dead and (laughs) ran away like any true hero Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and as was not covered on quote-unquote screen but because he was running away from a threat that cleared the afraid condition and now he's just feeling peachy yeah he he did corporate Uh, espionage no one is the (laughs) loser at least for at least for now well you know (laughs) And uh, while that was happening, uh, Pate has, for reasons we have yet to fully understand, adopted mm-hmm. a secret identity and has used it to gain an internship at the yeah the Friendly Neighborhood Project, um, and has currently been handed an actual task that she has absolutely no way of completing. So that should be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's not fair i'm sure that you can potentially find a way but it is for her a herculean task and by which i don't mean the sort of task that hercules would do because those are the sort of things that are easy for her i mean it purely in the sense of being difficult <laughs> the job posting probably said uh high school diploma or ged required uh of course they never actually checked that but that is a problem because uh pate came from an era that predates public schooling by about uh 600 plus years <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah yeah <laughs> I have to admit, I've also all this time like been thinking, what what would Hercules do if like Hera was like, now you gotta balance this checkbook? Like he'd be fucking hopeless. Um, he'd be like, I can balance a checkbook, and then he'd just sort of like put it on his finger and make it level and look, look, it's balanced. 
And everyone's like, oh, that's really cute, man. But no, nah, <laughs> look inside. <laughs> oh, no, numbers. <laughs> gotta, I can't gotta, read. Got a sneak preview of the first Hades DLC. <laughs> <laughs> okay. People say you want a himbo? Try this on for size. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this man needs so... help. <laughs> Zagreus so... is like, what do you mean you can't do maths? <laughs> uh, okay, so, uh, so while all of that was happening, in contrast. With the himbosity going on <laughs> with Pate, um, Luke was actually educating himself at the local library. Yes, uh, Luke was thinking about uh, his main lead on uh, Lady Photon, which is uh, that her her investment in the uh, Bernhardt. Like the legacy of Bernhardt being misused. So, uh, since, um, so he thinks about, you know, what you do when you find out something. And so he tries Googling it, but uh, the Wikipedia article is pretty much just about him dying and, like, about the holiday afterwards. And, like, all of the other stuff is basically just fluff pieces that, like, cite those for, you know, for clicks on whatever the new site is. And so he's like, huh. What sucks. Um, so he tries. So he, th- you know, he thinks hard. So, whenever the journalist or like the detective or like the ghost hunter is like, "Huh, I need to dig deeper," they go to the library and they look up old newspaper articles on like a projector. Hell so yeah. Luke goes to the library. Yes, and we talked a little bit off screen about like, oh man, what's like the Halcyon City Library looking like? And I'm definitely, it's like big, right? It's got to be big. Um, I feel like it has to have a reinforced exterior just to make sure no one tries (laughs) to get any ideas about burning it down. Yeah. Yeah. Either Um, that or like a very deep basement. It's like, yeah, we have 10 copies of every single book. Don't worry about us. (laughs) Um, They also got the big big statues out front. Oh, definitely. Like, I'm seeing the front as like, having like a lot of columns and stuff just oh, yeah. full on kind of looking like 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 a greek temple or something like that and like what wh- was the thing that we settled on that it was like griffins or something and like yeah the instead of, of lions like, yeah yeah exactly um yeah so yeah there, there's all that it's probably in you know a nicer part of town than where you normally are but you know you, you know you catch a bus you go to the library um, yeah, so Luke is in uh, plain clothes. His cover story is that he's working on a paper for school. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, and you don't. Yeah, you know what? All this. I I guess I didn't really think about the fact that you you have a sacred identity all this time. <laughs> like... Well, I mean, I don't know if it's especially secret. Like, if you look it up, you like might probably find out what his name is since he was like adopted by a superhero at a young age. True. Whatever. Yeah. But, but uh... also, like, you yeah, if you just see him around and you're not like hanging out with your superhero buddies, yeah, he'll like yeah. Even if it's like yeah. that uh, bit from um, one of the spirit runs where he's like, okay, it's like yeah, describe me. It's like okay, average height. Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, shortish brown hair, 
Uh, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, one of those things where instead of wearing sunglasses to seem incognito, he is in fact less recognizable. Yeah, he like wear. he's yeah. not wearing anything on his head. <laughs> yeah, he's like that's a normal looking guy and not and not the uh, illustrious photon boy. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. So I um, figure he has to like climb up all the steps uh, and wish mm-hmm. he could like you know sort of take bigger jumps, but you know he's undercover. <laughs> Uh, get exactly the like the the glass doors. Um, so his library card is probably expired because he hasn't been yeah. here uh, <laughs> in relative time in a couple decades. So he's got to like renew that, put in his new address and stuff. And I imagine yeah. that he might get a look when they see that he put his address as like the like the Kingfisher Stadium. But uh, <laughs> but uh, Luke is not going to duck a fine. That's just a fact. right, exactly, and I'm I'm just thinking about this like like the Kingfisher Stadium might give some things away, but like it's like not really of, oh, like a, this it's not really a secret so much as yeah. I'm not wanting to draw attention. Yeah, but I'm I'm just thinking like the idea of like oh this guy has this like decades old library card and he looks exactly the same. As, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think library bar- cards normally have photos now that i think about it but you know yeah but like it's like it, it's probably from like maybe you have to show your driver's license or hero license or whatever and say, yeah. hey, wait a minute <laughs> well i well I, what i was just meant to say is that like this like young person updating a decades old library card like time displacement just happens sometimes here you know <laughs> like you've got you've got to have like a certain degree of like infrastructure that can support when like people get like fucking shuffled around between like dimensions and shit, you know, or else, bureaucracy you know. as bad as it is here must be like even worse over there. Like I'm imagining oh, like yeah. even just doing my own job like in a setting or just mm-hmm. like, just like, but I need this. It's like, well, then I'm afraid you're gonna need your alien doctor to call in a prescription so I can leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need Dr. Yeah. Gelmax from the Beta Quadrant. I'm sorry, I had to call you in a, a new script. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So, yes. Um, yeah, so, you are able to... We don't need to go over, like, all of the steps. You are able to get to, like, you know, the places where they keep old newspapers. Um... Excellent. I honestly don't know what those like look like in the modern day. I know that like projectors and like microfiche and stuff mm-hmm. tends to come up in the movies and it's, things. That's definitely um, what Luke is envisioning, but also that's because it's a really I, old bit. It's I probably not. Yeah, it's just like a, a digital, tablet, isn't it? It's also, like a this digital is probably one of those things where, if anything, or yeah, yeah. it's probably one of those things where like it's less of a huge area because of how much newspaper there is, and more like a lot of it has already just been sort of scanned into this yeah. little localized computer that you can pull up stuff on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, yeah. Like so you sit at it, and it's mostly like just database. Yeah, and here's the funny thing: like you are, you're in this like setting where so much of the stuff is like sci-fi and all that, and this thing is like. Is like on Windows XP. Yeah. <laughs> they they made this thing in two thousand three. Like, look what we can do with the digital future, and then just yeah. that, it's been that it. way for for the seventeen yeah. years it's existed. Or <laughs> exactly. It's almost old okay. enough to vote. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so 
So yeah, so Luke uh, so, gets ready. It's like, all right, time to find out what Bernhardt was like, uh, you know, for the face turn. All right. So, um, you like, you know, you do some like keyword searches. Probably have to get a little boolean with it. Um, yeah, so, like Luke is like look squint down to you know one finger per hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you're able to see some old stuff now let's see i established that like this was a silver age guy right is that how it yeah went down? maybe I think yeah i think so okay per... he's at the very least like on like the cusp or something like that yeah he might have been like early bronze age yeah maybe he was a um, villain in the silver age and a hero quote unquote in the... oh no that's right because his feel his face turn was dying never yeah. mind yeah that sounds well, like one of the sort of big events that sort of leads out of the silver yeah. age of anything Exactly. Yeah. So, um, he definitely started up in the Silver Age, though. He had, like, a good, like, decade or so run of doing stuff. And again, it's, it is very weird to, like, try to set numbers like this because, like, <laughs> realistically, it doesn't make sense for, like, a non-immortal human to, like, keep up doing this sort of thing for just, like, decades of things. But also, that doesn't make it sound like a comic book. But anyway, he he had a big run, and let let me think. I think that, um, so this was a guy with like fire powers, and looking at like the old newspaper articles about his various crimes, what you pick up on pretty quick is that he was like kind of an iconoclast. Okay. Like, um, fiery new villain attempts torching first bank of Halcyon City. Mm. Okay. Um, and um, so there's bank this heist. Whole... That's pretty standard. Well, here's actually here's the thing about it. He wasn't trying to steal any money in the any money in there. That's like what is like sort of presented as like oh a most unusual like <laughs> twist on like the usual act of villainy instead of trying to just like make out with like bags of dough he was trying to he was just like trying to burn it down oh okay he was trend setting on the fight club thing a little bit exactly um and you you know he did not he did not succeed hero showed up and like oh yeah because she would have been around the time i think that uh a marine maiden like was able to put out the fire or something like that with like oh, water blasts um and uh yeah it sort of like goes from there he you know he crops up he like winds up in jail sometimes he gets busted out but like his big crimes tend to go not so much for like big thefts or power plays necessarily well he does try to take over the city once or twice yeah but, okay who hasn't he runs, yeah. a, um, he runs a fairly successful political campaign, but the mayor is just <laughs> undefeatable. <laughs> well, okay, you know what? I'm just going. I'm just going to give you like what you were able to like piece together from all this instead of just listing all this stuff out. Okay. The because like there isn't like a there there is not like there is a read the situation rule, but I don't think that really applies here, especially because the situation was you know years ago and all that, and I don't think. I'm in a position where it would be fun for you to fail this, potentially. Um, 
But the motivation you're able to generally piece together is that this is a guy who saw Halcyon City as, like, just kind of fundamentally corrupt. And that he would either, he would sort of alternate between trying to, like, burn away the corruption or being like, if I'm in charge, things are going to be better. And, you know, his... You don't see anything that imply that he would be correct about that, because <laughs> well, yeah, this is still the, the newspaper, right? I mean, exactly, yeah. Um, but still, I'm also not seeing why uh, Luca would particularly give a crap about Bernhardt. It seems like you're run of the mill sort of, you know, supervillain. Gotcha. Um, then again, Luca's not yeah, especially that... bright, so. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Ironic. Yeah. Physician um, burn thyself. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. It's yes. a character I play. He's, he's kind so of a dude. It's more fun that way. So, yeah, at the very least, you have not found that answer in the newspaper clippings. You've gotten a more complete picture of what he was like as a villain. Hmm. But, like, for what he was like as a person, you would have to maybe look elsewhere. And elsewhere could be potentially be in this library if you wanted to do that, or you could move on to whatever your like uh, sort of next step was. Hmm. I guess I uh, didn't have a next step yet. Just, uh, gotcha. Going to sort of ruminate on this. We can go over to someone else if you want. Okay. I think. Okay, so yes, so now we've we've caught up a bit on what Luke has been up to, and I guess now at this point, it has been the longest since we have seen what Pippa and Juno are up to. So, and I actually, more accurately, it's been the longest since we've seen what Juno's been up to. Right. So yes, you um you are in the test chamber and you have been kind of pissed off <laughs> at them just kind of asking you to like hold up your arms and shit while you are channeling this energy that you normally use to like blast ratmen across the lobby. <laughs> um and uh there seems to be some kind of commotion going on uh up on on like well the observation levels and you can like sort of faintly make out stuff like through the like microphone that uh sherman and adrian have been using to communicate with you and you definitely hear there is like something about a robot oh boy okay well um okay so so what juno is going to do because she i has a, has a decent idea that mm, something's gone wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so she is just in like this, like kind of like the smaller chamber, and uh, actually hits the the wall of the chamber Ooh. and says, "Adrian, if you don't give me something to break right now, I'm going to start breaking things you don't want broken." And uh, oh. I'm actually going to try and. <laughs> provoke someone oh damn okay yeah that is yeah go ahead yeah uh, distractions superior okay so my superior is 
probably not good. It's a negative one. <laughs> it's a negative one, but it's fine. Oh. Hey, awesome. Good. <laughs> That's a oh. five. Great. Yeah, and it. you're not really. And Sorry. I just realized, you know what? Splitting the party is pretty dangerous in masks because teamwork is so important. Yes. Yeah. So much for that. Shit. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. I'm just going to. I'm going to review what the rules for provoke someone to get a an idea of what it going wrong is likely to be. Actually, you know what? Just, just, just to be, just to be clear. Sure. When you were provoking, what was what was your desired thing? Was it literally just to do what you said, or more of an attention thing? More of a hmm. You know what? I was kind of thinking more of an attention thing because I mean, eventually they were going to get around to punching to you know punching dummies, but okay, yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm I'm going to like keep doing that thing I like to do where a failed roll still technically kind of gets you what you want. Um which is that Adrian, I think that like I think that yeah, uh Adrian at the very least, uh his attention is fully on you and he like flips this switch on the control panel mm-hmm. that makes like all of these like alert lights start going off in the chamber. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can see, like, like guard panels start, like, sl- like sliding into place. And, um, and ba- uh, he responds with, Juno, either the effect you have initiated right now is affecting your mood in some negative way, or your self-control on its own qualities is still worse than I expected. Either way, I am ordering you to power down, or I will initiate countermeasures. And so, one, his attention is on you, but it is, like, definitely negative. And two, um, I'm, I think that it, I think that he is exerting his influence over you right now. And he is trying to push, um, he's trying to push, uh, danger up and savior down. Okay. Because he's basically saying, like, hey, you're a loose cannon. I can do that. Uh, okay, and you're just going to take it? Y- yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Give me two seconds. It wouldn't put danger above f- three, would it? No. It, it uh, puts, you, can't, you can't. It puts danger right, right, yeah, at yeah. plus two. Would you say put savior gotcha. down? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll change the colors in just a second. I got them. I got them marked in my own little way. Um, Ooh, cool. So yeah, I think I'm just gonna take that. Um, All right, and well, after <sighs> after taking it, what do you do? Is there? Do you like? Do you follow what he said, or are you going to lash out? And you know that there's like stuff in here, you know, that is like designed to deal. Oh, with Oh, I know exactly what I'm gonna do. Up. Oh God. Okay. I've been wanting to do this for so long. Fuck yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I just hit another advancement. Oh, okay. Oh. And one of the advancement things is uh unlock three new flares. Ooh, okay. <laughs> and um so instead, I'll tell you the other two in just a sec. I'll tell you the three in just a second. Okay. But uh 
Juno kind of like stares at the um at like the microphone in front of her and then mm-hmm. like grits her teeth and um <laughs> swings like she's going to punch and then turns basically into like uh just kind of blips out of existence for a second and then uh. is in the control room with the others. <laughs> oh, hell yes. Oh, okay. Dear. Because I knew that was one of the things <laughs> one that I was of, hoping. One of the uh one of the Nova's uh flares is called move and it's spend one burn to move to any place you choose within the scene, breaking through or slipping past any barriers or restraints in your way. Uh, okay. Spend a second burn to, to move to any place you've previously been. All right. And so what's your burn count at right now? Uh, Three. Okay, dang. Yeah, because I hadn't, All right. I hadn't had a chance to use it yet. Um, All right. So, yeah, you have uh, <laughs> you've done that. And to clarify the nature, this is like you just sort of like teleporting. Was there like, and I assume this is like tying in with like sort of your whole like star gravity gimmick. Like you just kind of wormholed yourself. Um, I think it's like turning into like pure energy for just a second. And then like, okay, like popping back in, like popping into the control room, kind of like in like a like a flash of like white fire and is just standing okay. in front of like everyone. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That, um, yeah, I think that, um, I, I think that like the, the, the reaction is like immediate, like, Oh, you know, okay. These are people you have known like for most of your life. Right. Mm-hmm. Like some of them you don't know as well as Adrian, but like, right. you know, the, this is like sort of the closest thing to family. They, are like scared as hell of you right now. Yeah. Uh, um, and she actually like, looks are... at Adrian and just kind of like just, you know, squares her shoulders and is like what containment a- Adrian? <laughs> <laughs> I um he he okay, so he looks at you and he does not like he is not like freaking out like everyone else, but like you can like he like ri- like his eyebrows like raise the hell up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh uh, shit, okay, uh you're you're really you just keep on throwing these like fucking gems at me. <laughs> I'm um, actually really glad I <laughs> fucked up that roll now because that's all I needed. It's... <laughs> um, failing forward. I um oh, fuck um <laughs> uh oh, fuck I think he sort of like like he like straightens up and like looks you like in the eye mm-hmm. and says um not and he's not like this is not like 100% just like stony. He's clearly affected here. Sure. Um but he's able to compose himself enough to say the fact that your condition is advancing and mutating so quickly and so unpredictably is exactly why you should not be running around out there. 
and throwing yourself into danger. I feel now more than ever that you need to come home. Mm. And meanwhile, everyone... Like, everyone is just sort of, like, scrambling around you. People are, like, whipping out, like, Geiger counters <laughs> to make sure that you haven't just irradiated everyone. Right. And you, you you haven't. I'm going to just throw this out there. Like, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that to you. Sure, sure. But, yeah, people are, like, scrambling around. There's, like, possibly, like, claxons going on because, like, there was, like, literally just a containment breach mm-hmm. that just happened. Um, and it's not that you are assumed to be hostile, but you are... Well, you you are in fact acting hostilely, <laughs> so yes, that is all happening, and um, and I'm going to say that like, you know what? I'm going to like leave you t- with like that statement right there, sure. And I'm going to say Pippa. So you are healing the hell out right now, right? Um, one of two things is happening. I'm not sure which I prefer. One is, is which uh, Pippa has healed the hell out, and the other is is uh, we cut to Pippa and he's just in the gift shop, <laughs> actually buying I'm... astronaut ice cream. <laughs> okay, well, I prefer the former because that means yes. while you are like while you are making your escape, like <laughs> cl- like like light lights turn red and you hear like a thing like containment breach in test chamber two, and like well, you that's can not good. like. Shit is like locking down. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so what's how do you how do you react to this? Uh, let's see. Uh, this is difficult because Pippa did just sort of extricate themselves from the situation. You did, uh, and like because you did like get a benefit from that. Like you are, you know, you you've you've made. I, I'm. You're still in the hallway because that is interesting to me. But like, you like you have already like kind of committed to running away at this point because you did get that like, we we gave you the bonus thing for it. The the fear erasure. I mean, can I make a counter proposal, which is that I will mark that a fear again and just have a shot of Pippa trying to leave and then seeing the alarms and just like reluctantly turning around <laughs> sure yeah we can make that a mulligan because i think in this context like yeah like so i gave I'm, you that because like our like recording session ended but if we yeah. were doing this all in once i'm, yeah. I'm gonna i'm gonna mark uh afraid again then because pippa's just gonna hear that and just be like oh hell i can't uh, fuck and then just turn around and start heading back toward the uh test chamber Try and go okay. help his friend out of whatever the fuck jam she has managed to find herself in. <laughs> okay, so I think that, uh, yeah, by the time, yeah, you wheel back and by the time you're there, like, a lot of people have, like, cleared out of the area, but some people are, like, sticking around and they're clearly, like, like they're pouring over, like, readouts from, like, all of the, you know, sensors and stuff in the chamber. Um, and... Uh, Juno is, uh, staring down against, uh, Adrian, who has just said what he just said. Normally, this is probably where I would, like, try and shift your labels, but that's kind of what I just did before. So, this is just kind of that carrying forward. But he has, he has made his stance clear that your surrogate father figure is, like, outright saying, hey, you shouldn't be a hero. You should be, like, you know here mm-hmm. where we can like figure out what the hell is going on with you because 
he is very clearly like afraid of what is going on with you. Right. Um Well, Juno just kind of stands firm and takes a step forward uh to kind of get in his space and says my living outside of HQ was approved by the board. So if you want me to come home, you're going to have to get that from them. And I will show up to that meeting. And then Ooh. just like steps, walks past him to take Pippa by the arm and says, we're going home. Pippa just sort of uh, looks at Juno, looks back at Adrian, awkwardly waves. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, th- <laughs> um, ah, shit. Okay. Um, hmm. At, uh, at this, I think that at this point, some like, security guards have shown up Mm -hmm. and they are like because they are security guards and like the weird science wing they're like they're not just like you know standard sort of rent-a-cop looking guys they're not like they're (laughs) they're not in power armor right but they're definitely in some like very space age looking protective material with like big old asterian logos on them Mm -hmm. because you know because sometimes fucking Red X and tr- shows up and tries to steal, like, the space cube you're working on. And you can't stop him, but, like, you know, what? <laughs> you gotta try. <laughs> right? Um, and they're, they're standing by and they do not know what to do. And they're looking to the scientists for guidance. And, okay. I'm, I'm going to... I'm gonna put this to you right now. Sure. I think that... It's not like there are any, like, cuffs or whatever coming up, but, like, the security folks are going to, like, try to advance and, like, if if not detain you, then, like, you know, occupy you. Um, but if you do not want them to, they have no actual means of stopping you. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Um, oh, boy. Oh, dear. Hey, June. Hey, 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 hey. Cover your eyes for a second. Oh, okay. Uh, Pippa is going to <laughs> unleash your powers uh, okay. and uh, shoot a flashbang at the floor. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Is now here? Here's a quick question. Does yeah. this like come out of your arm or something? Yes. Okay. And two, because this is like you know, it's a physical object for a second. You know, like it's a little like grenade thing. Yeah. Does it? Because I know this is something that you said you were going to try to take to heart. Does it have a cat element to it? <laughs> um, it absolutely does. And I think the thing that it is, is it's actually like, it's not like a gun or whatever that launches. It looks like, and this is, and I, I think it's one of those things where it's obviously like kind of like, uh, per, like not production model, like it's prototype mm-hmm. thing. Uh, but yeah. it looks like a little the the, the flashbang itself that drops uh, kind of scurries out of a little compartment and looks like a little mouse. Yes. Great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, un- unleash unleash your powers to do that. Yeah. And um, 
I am going to spend my second gadget. That um, definitely because, is a gadget you're using. Yeah, because it also seems like a good idea in this scenario to bolster the chances of this being a success slightly more. Oh, that's an that's 11. A, that, that's an 11. Yep. So that is that's an 11. very a success. So you can... Uh, I would On a guess, hit, you I do would, it. <laughs> yep. I would consider this uh, overcoming an obstacle, I guess. So yeah, you do that and you bounce. Yeah, you... Yeah. <laughs> I think there might... There might be a thing of like some like doors slowly closing and you like zipping through them, but yeah, between the two of you, you can just you can just bounce. Oh yeah, you can get out of here. Oh my god! And, okay, and you know, obviously there will be repercussions for that, but yes, you. I don't know what you're talking about. This heist went flawlessly. (laughs) No no one is... We got everything we wanted. No one is the wiser. We're like like knives in the shadows. (laughs) We're going to have to generate heat now. More for complications. Uh Uh-huh. And and Pippa's going to have to indulge vice. We we accrued a lot of stress in that that heist, but it was clean. Yeah. That is the second time we made a Blades in the Dark reference to this whole thing, because I talked about you needing stress to get that. <laughs> you just... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the flashback mechanic to get the ID card. Yeah, yeah you, that, that's why you did so well there. It's because you fucking shifted it to the game you ran. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm living in my element. Hold on, I gotta shift into Blades mode. <laughs> okay, so... Gino hasn't um, committed enough murders for that, that's, I don't think. That's true. <laughs> Um, let's see. At this point, I'm good to jump over to Pate, but I also had a good idea of how to, like, make Luke's thing work. Uh, do either of you have a preference of who goes next? Um, I mean, uh, if you've got a thing for Luke. Uh, sure, yeah. Okay, so I guess now cutting back to Luke, because I guess this means that we're going to have, like, Pate, like, bring up the rear of both of these episodes, if yeah. that's all she, right. She's, she's busy doing paperwork. It's yeah. Fine. Yeah, it's true. Well, <laughs> maybe, trying to figure out how a calculator works. Maybe Luke actually uh, end up does getting, like, a book on, like, specifically about supervillains in, like, uh, like, the 90s or whenever it was and hopes for more, but he's not looking very hopeful about it. Yeah, um... It's like, man, what? like, they almost always <laughs> find out that it's built, like, right on top of, like, a burial ground right away. Why is... Uh, <laughs> <is> dumb. <laughs> Sorry. I know it... <laughs> I'm just thinking about the vampire Google search from Twilight. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, hmm. I'm trying to figure out if maybe an assess the situation rule could be appropriate here. I'm willing to take it. Um, yeah, yeah, you know what? Yes. So you are assessing the situation by means of using the Dewey Decimal System and all that. And some of these questions might be a little weird in that context, but we'll, we can roll with it. So yeah, go ahead and roll superior. Okay, uh, Luke has got zero with that. Okay, so you might have some XP on the way. <laughs> Let's hope. Got A6, yep. so we sure do. Yep. Exactly. You just you 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 slid under the door of, of maybe you learning the something from the jaws of yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so mark so yes mark um so yes mark experience okay 
I mean, mark potential. We've been saying experience it's all this time. This it's is it's the same. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it is the same. Um, and I think obviously you are not in a, you are not in a situation that is uh, juicy with potential complications the way that Juno was. However, I think that what happens is that you you do like round up a couple of books on like you know, super villains. And I think there's probably like whole shelves dedicated to that, but they're like, it's like called like Halcyon city crime or something like that. You know, um, you get some of that. And I think that that it starts off like, Oh yeah, this, this is definitely going to have what I need, but you get distracted because you find that one of these more recent books has stuff about Luca in it. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I didn't, could have just looked up uh, her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. All right. Um. Yeah. So obviously it does. Um. It. So it's not like. Uh, so it's not answering the question you came here to find out, because it. Uh. Because I think that let's see, it is mostly just like. It's it's like. I think the book is called, like, The Mind of a Supervillain or something like that. Oh, no. And it's talking about, like, the, like, psychology and motivations of costume criminals and that sort of thing. Yeah. And she gets brought up in, like, a section about, uh, like, as you would maybe describe some of her stuff as maybe more, like, politically motivated... That sounds like kind of a trite way to put it, but like you can say ideological, ideological crime. Yeah, there you yeah, go. exactly. Ideologically motivated, because um, as we've established, she's a little similar to what we have said about Bernhardt about like you know fighting corruption, except that she has done a lot of that in a very um, like the Punisher slash Venom style. Yeah, <laughs> and. Um, I think, yeah, you know what? I think it's time. Do not type in the Punisher slash Venom into any search engine. Don't do. I mean, you could. Now that I'm not your parent, that's amazing. Maybe you need to do it. Maybe you need one. It's not me. That's what I'm saying. You'll need some. You'll need some parental figures in your life. Yeah. People at home. Okay. <laughs> so, well, you don't want people at home if you're searching <laughs> Punisher oh slash Venom. <laughs> okay, yeah, don't do that. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Please. okay. I'm anyway, yes. Okay, yeah. So I think that, like, oh boy. Okay. Um, and I think you know what? I'm going to I'm going to bring in something that you like alluded to, like at the beginning. Or something like this. And it's always been a thing, but okay. So, so in a way you get lucky because you do get to tick off one of your future self boxes. Oh, yeah. Because you are finding out about a time that your future self killed someone. Oh, yay. Oh. <laughs> Goody. <laughs> and, um... I think that... I started out with a specific 
like answer a mindless question, but then I remembered like something you said when we were like working out this character to begin with. Mm-hmm. And I think that at some point in like the the aughts or something like that, she just like there was there was this like I, I okay so partially because it was the aughts, I'm not going to say that this was like some kind of like. Ben Shapiro type or something like that, mm-hmm. but it was like a like charis, not not actually charismatic, <laughs> but like ca- like f- sort of far right charismatic fringe leader guy, like the sort of guy who is partially the sort of guy who exists in our world, but also the like, kind that shows up in comic books where like he's like a super villain called the hate monger or some dumb shit too not e- not even like that like that like oh, the yeah. times like i'm thinking of oh, the two things i'm dr- in my mind right now are like the original version of like the glorious glorious godfrey from uh jack kirby's new world material or oh, yeah. sometimes sometimes in the bronze age people would be like yeah you know what hate groups exist and, so, but or, this is the the mid aught, so like maybe there's some like tea party kind of adjacency there. Yes, like really effective populism with, with this heart of rottenness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like he was like giving some sort of like speech or whatever, and like in like a second later, he just wasn't on the podium, and they like found him just like splattered against a wall. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. just like nodding their heads. And obviously, yes, and obviously to all of us, that does kick ass. But it is, in fact, scary <laughs> to find out that your yourself was capable. Yeah. <laughs> of that of that act. So. Oh man. Um. Oh. I bet that shit was on camera too. <laughs> yeah. There. Yeah. <laughs> like someone was probably recording the speech or whatever, and. Just you know, yeah. distributed against however much concrete. Exactly. Uh, it, it it was just like this. Like I think, <laughs> I think that if I'm not sure how much this is like recorded in the book, but I think that if this was like an issue of like a comic, I think this would have been like if not an exemplars thing, then maybe some like slightly smaller scale thing where some like superhero is like, oh, I gotta like take on this guy, and. Photon, Lady Photon shows up and is like, "Yeah, we can totally like fucking murk him." And he's like, "No, I'm not gonna do that." And then like she does that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that that's the sort of. <laughs> yeah, that is the oh, yeah that I is ex- the sort of thing. I I expected you might have said no, so I actually already did this two minutes ago. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes. So so that is what you find out, right. and um. I'm, and you know what? Because, because, because this is partially the sort of thing you were looking for, and I do want to make this like failure, like sort of a failure. Um, I think it makes sense to mark guilty here. Yeah. All right. So that that is yeah that is Luke. Yeah, that, shockingly that, had a bad day yes. at the library. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. So, I thought so that having fun wasn't right hard. Now. Yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> it's been in the back of my mind the all this time, time i yeah, will admit absolutely <laughs> okay so yes that's 
So after after that, what do you do? Well, so sorry about that. This has been a bummer. So um, Luke's going to call Pate and uh, see what she's up to. See if she wants to hang out. Oh, excellent. Okay. So I, mean, can, can I can I propose yes. an uh, image mm-hmm. that came to my mind here? Uh, Luke is making this call right and is passing by some books in the library still. And one is hero. Is one is a book called Hero Law Forms for Dummies. <laughs> And then we cut, and then we get the side by side panel of Pate panickedly reading hero law forms for dummies. Somewhere else. I love it. Uh, okay, so yes, so Pate, so aside from that, what are you doing when you get the, that call? Oh yeah, well, panic, panicking, doing something for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, she is uh, uh, trying not to lose papers and like. Trying, trying to look professional mm-hmm. while while secretly freaking out mm-hmm. because yeah, this is do. way harder than she thought it was gonna be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You had to like, you had to like go over and like talk to accounting, and it turns out like, oh yeah, like <laughs> technically the person who does accounting is also filling this role because they're understaffed, and yeah, so exactly. yeah, just sort of like it's... yes, yeah. Um, She's scurrying. Exactly, um, and so yeah, you have not you have not made any progress on your like little task thus far. Um, like you've maybe like fi- found out like like a thing or something about it. You know what an invoice is now, maybe. <laughs> um, and yeah, you and you and you hear your phone going off. Oh, crap. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just a second. I I've gotta uh, take this, and then she she runs into a closet or like a broom closet or whatever. Hello. Oh, hey, Pate. How's it going? Ah, uh, could be better. Um, oh. Is. Uh. Okay. So. Please tell me there's something I can punch on your end. Oh no! I went to the library. I looked at some stuff. Uh, I was all. Fairly disappointing, I guess. Uh, do you want to hang out later? That sounds great. I, uh, uh, well, I've I've got to do this thing. Okay. Well, I'm first. Gonna, I don't know. I guess I'll call everyone else. Probably wind up swinging back to the stadium. Um, I don't know. Text me if you want me to pick Wait. up anything on the way back. Look. Um, yeah. Before Before you go, do you know what income is? Income, oh yeah, that's the amount of money that you take in for stuff. Oh, I thought it was for for when people stay at your house. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you charge them, it can be like you know rent. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> 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 oh, that makes everything make a lot more sense. Oh, okay. Uh, that do do I want to know what you're doing? Like, I no, no. Well, are you, are you at school or something? I I've got to go. <laughs> oh, click. Oh man. Well, ah, because I would be embarrassed if I was still in school too. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh boy, it, 
Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, so I imagine I think... Luke's like waiting around for the bus. Does anyone yeah. else want bugged, or we could just move on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good to like. I'm good to like switch over to Pate at this point. Actually, yeah. That just makes to... sense. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So after you get that call, you you know, straightens like, straight... straight yeah. her jacket and you know, yeah, uh, gets her clipboard aligned mm-hmm. with things on it that are probably important. Mm-hmm. And uh, and steps back out into the uh, into the office. All right. Well, there's a lot of people, you know, a lot of people doing their own things, and so there's attention not immediately on you. Um. So, are you going to create some? So, like everyone else, it seems. It seems your priority right now is to bail. Is that right? Or is there something else you got going on? Um, there is something else she has going on, actually. Uh, she is... While she is running around, uh, since the... This... This, uh... This actual task she's been given is kind of a bust. Mm-hmm. Um, she is going to, uh, try to find the person who takes in new cases. Okay. Okay, Cool. So um, while she's been scurrying about, this has also been sort of reconnaissance. Right. All right then. Um, yeah, I think that is like narrow enough in scope that you could potentially just like do it, you know, with the time and resources available to you. If you wanted to do like a broader thing, like, like if I think if you were like talking about things in the context of like a larger project then we could do potentially okay. assess the situation. But also, if you just want to do this, we can just do this. Well, uh, sure. Uh, as far as a larger project goes, um, she wants to... Uh, I, I, I Actually, do you want me to just let the whole cat out of the bag now, or should we if, kind of if hold off on that? If you want to. I, I, think that, I think I'm willing to leave that up to your discretion. Uh, I'm cool with, with at least... Uh, with. Yeah, I'm cool with, with doing that. Um, so, what Pate uh, has been struggling with here is uh, is that she, for the first time, realized that the villains that she's been fighting are people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no! And uh, so, the alternatives, uh, in particular, especially with uh, with the exchange that she had with uh, with C Punk last. Oh. Um, has led to a uh, a sort of uh, a change of heart um, uh, uh, for our, our our mighty Scottish lass here, mm-hmm. um, and so she actually wants to try to get the alternatives into the friendly neighborhood project. Oh my god! Okay. Oh my god! That is her. That is her goal. All right. So yeah, I think. Yeah, I would say. Pate's yeah, in that context, I think you can. I think in assessing the situation seems fair. Okay. Pate is going to is going to rank number one on our next uh, official popularity poll. It's true. Heart, heart <laughs> of gold, baby. Let's see. Let's exclamation roll. And this is an assess the situation, which, if I'm not mistaken, I have a minus two to because I am guilty right now. Oh, yeah. On top of whatever your superior is. Okay, so my superior is actually plus one, so it's a minus, or so it's a, uh, yeah, minus one. 
Well, fingers crossed. People are making some. Oh my no, god! No. <laughs> That's a four. Oh, oh my god! So many, so many uh, fumbles. At least, at least Pippa yeah. can pull it out. Like one of us. Can. <laughs> well, that puts me uh, for an advancement. Oh, okay. Um, do you want to keep that one in the barrel, or do you have something in particular you want to spend? I it actually on right already on? have a particular one in mind, which is uh, okay. Uh, it is from the playbook. Uh, actually, let me, let me open this up because I don't have it on me this week. Hold on a second. Well, that's um, happening for reference. Pippa has also ranked up their second thing, but I'm not going to address if that advances unless it becomes relevant. Okay. <laughs> it's a fun secret to deploy later. Ooh, fun. So I'll be getting a, uh, a roll from another playbook, or a, a move from another playbook. Yeah. And that is mild-mannered from the Janus. Oh. Oh. When you try to use your civilian identity to deceive, trick, or slip past someone, roll plus mundane. On a hit, they buy your facade. On a 7 to 9, choose one, and then you have a bunch of options. Okay, nice. Nice. Nice, okay. Cool, so we're just leaning into this. Yes. Um, All right. So, all right then. Now for the actual... um, the bad part the actual like consequence yes um hmm what happens here is that while you are like just sort of like going around like asking about things and like figuring out what like people's jobs are um you are slowly becoming overwhelmed not just with like the responsibility that's been put in front of you but also just like all of just the bullshit that goes on that makes this organization necessary like for example, um, while you are just kind of shuffling around, like, pretending to do your work, like, your work thing is, like, to do with, like, collaborating with, like, like a small reconstruction company, right? And, like, in that process, like, you wind up, like, like, there's a specific guy, I think, who you had to go to who is, like, like, the, <laughs> like, sort of the damage control, like, specialist or something like that. He's got, like, all these things up, up about, like, streets getting tore up by people, like, you know, cars getting thrown, and you, like, and you were both, like, confronted with, like, oh, shit, like, yeah, when someone's car gets used to, like, bash Hulkasaurus or whatever over the head, they then need to, like, get a new car and shit, and a lot of the times they simply cannot, um, and, like you you know obviously see yourself in that like so i think that what's happening here is like a cascade effect kind of of the moment of heart that you had to start with which is that you are like forced to contend with like the reality of the world you operate in and the things that you simply chose not to think about and you are realizing that like oh shit all of this is real as hell <laughs> um <laughs> Mm-hmm. It is far too easy to envision yourself being the one who's breaking these cars, and yet you cannot really wrap your head around what goes on into trying to replace these, and just realizing how much more difficult it is to replace the things you so carelessly break. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's that, uh, that's yeah, epic. That, yeah, that is yeah. Well, I'm already guilty. 
Right. Uh, here's the thing. Like, I could have, I could call that there because, like, technically one of these moves is show the costs of collateral damage, which is sort of what I was going for there. Oh, but okay. I feel like I want to tie that in with like something else, maybe. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. I also, you know, do want not want to. I don't. I mean, you know, we we do what we need to do, but like, I'm not aiming necessarily for like a full half hour thing here. Sure. Um, oh yeah, you know what? Here's here's like the answer of what happens. Um, like by the time you like both find out who like the onboarding person is for the specific like um, like disadvantaged young heroes program that you and potentially the alternatives are associated with like as soon as you find out who, by the time you find out who that is like find out like where they are because they like weren't in the office right then and are able to like you know dance around and at least look like you're making progress with the actual work in front of you you realize that like like the day is up people are clocking out and you have oh, just crap. you have as <laughs> and so on your first day in like having a job uh you have realized that eight hours of your life has just been stolen from you <laughs> and you feel like you have gotten virtually nothing out of it except for a, a bigger guilt complex than before yes ah jeez <laughs> that's that's me saying that i yeah, yeah. <laughs> i hate labor um, this is but day one <laughs> uh she uh, she sort of like I I think at the the re- revelation of that she sort of uh, sinks to her knees, just mm-hmm. like be- you know like her head just goes below the line of the cubicles, oh. <laughs> and she just kind of like she she s- s- like softly mourns for the the day that she just lost to this garbage. Yep, I think that there is like. <laughs> There's like an older gentleman like shuffling past you just as another fun filled day, huh? Oh my god, I hate those guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, how's it going? It's going. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and like she starts to answer, but he's gone. It, it was yeah, just yeah for exactly. Him. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he's been thinking yep. of quitting every day for the last 16 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> So yeah, and I think, I think like maybe I think that like after that, um, like, uh, you'd like someone offers you like a hand to get up, and like as you take it, or at least like look up at them, you see that it is Scarlet Macaw. Uh, she takes it and stands next to him, and he just sort of like gives you like a weary but understanding pat on the shoulder. And he says, it doesn't get easier, but here's the trick. The more time goes on, the better you get at handling hard things. Uh, geez, thanks. Uh, I, uh, I guess I just got a little overwhelmed. It. It's it's overwhelming. It's a big city, and 
There's so many people. There is so many people, and there's stuff that happens here that they don't have to deal with anywhere else. And... But... I will say that it's worth it, and in my personal experience, it beats getting your knuckles bloody. Ha! Pete can not relate, I guess. <laughs> I guess think, on, think on that, thank you. <laughs> and then in, inside, she's like, this is bullshit, I hate this. Just a little bit. <laughs> she still respects the Scarlet Macaw, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, and I think, I think, assuming that you don't have anything planned to oh. trip home, the next. Oh yes. Well, just uh, she before she leaves, she goes uh, goes to the bathroom and changes back into her paint clothes. Ah, uh, okay. So like like a you know a hoodie with the sleeves ripped off. Right. That kind of thing. <laughs> so it's still not her costume, but it's still... <laughs> I love you have a distinction between your regular civilian clothes and your secret identity civilian clothes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is that is good. Yeah. So I think... Yeah, and then you're able to, like, catch a bus or something. And I think probably the next thing we're going to see is just, like, everyone back at the tower, right? Yeah. Unless anyone uh, had any plans yeah, sounds before good to me. then. That just seemed like the trajectory. I think, uh, I definitely yeah, think that Juno walks into, like, the tower, like, the main living space, and is, like, <laughs> laughing. Oh, no. <laughs> just like, I have never done that in my entire life. That was amazing. Oh, my God. Did you see the look on his face? Oh, he, he, he looked, he looked like he was, uh. He wasn't ready for whatever you were about to dish. No, he wasn't. Spared him. None of them were ready for what I was about to dish at them. That is incredible. Oh, I could do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we could. We could. Oh. Uh, walking over to the others, like, how was everybody else's day? I think I started some trouble. Oh, um... Well, I went to the library and got uh, sad, I guess. Oh. That's all good, though. I'm back here now. How? What's, what sort of trouble did you get into? Uh, did you get fined? For something? Uh, I, co- <laughs> I committed a federal crime. Oh. Well. Don't worry about it. Maybe, maybe don't say things like that. They probably got <laughs> bugs in here. Uh, I hypothetically in in the computer video game Minecraft uh, committed a federal <laughs> crime. <laughs> redacted, redacted. All right. <laughs> uh, hey, where have you been? Where did you even go today? What do you even do when all of us uh, are like gone? Yeah, did you get some income? <laughs> Um, what? I mean, just, like, no, like it's, it's, we had a call earlier. Like it's a thing. It's a good callback. Um, um, Pete uh, has a very weary look on her face, and then then she kind of just uh, smiles at it and and winks, and then promptly falls asleep. Just collapses oh. on the couch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. Do you want you two want to do anything? 
Yes. Oh my God. I'm on fire. I could go, I don't know, take on the world. <laughs> I. Well, we, uh, could, uh, we could go fly around. Ooh. Nice night for it. It is a nice night for it. Yeah, I think that sounds great. All right. Oh, I have a new trick that I very specifically want to show you. Oh, so. yes. Okay. Hell yes. Peppa, right. do you want to come? Right. Uh, the flying part might be an issue for me vis-a-vis uh, not. Uh, and then Pippa just sort of waves their arms, oh. being able to, <laughs> really. Uh, oh, uh, we can... Stay close well, to the ground. Yeah, I can... I can uh, parkour. <laughs> no, probably. I just, I just, uh, I like uh, getting really light when I jump, and then it takes me a long time to get to the ground. It's like, it's like in a dream or whatever. I don't know. Can, Let's just uh, get outside. Can I? Uh, I just. Oh uh, shit! Can Luke like infamous around? Oh yeah. yeah. Hell yeah! Awesome. I. I can't believe I Rolling didn't think about video games. Uh, well, not quite the speed of sound, but I can't believe I did not think about Infamous or Infamous Second Son. I for- <laughs> yes. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> they, they're Infamous. There's Infamous. There's Infamous Two, and then there's a third Infamous game called Infamous Second Son, okay. and then a fourth <laughs> Infamous game called Infamous First Light. Excellent. It sucks. <laughs> it's oh. the worst. Like it creates a complete uh, like. It like it goes one two two one. It sort of like regresses into <laughs> non-existence. It's like, it's like poetry. It rhymes. Incredible. Okay. Well, no, it's well that it doesn't rhyme backwards. Shut up. <laughs> it can. I uh, could. It's a it's the most horrible rhyming skill imaginable. Do I don't know. It's okay. Uh, Luke does not know anything about poetry. <laughs> Nor do I. So so yeah, I think the closing shot for this is like just like y'all doing some kind of like dramatic jump or something like that like in the background of a shot of Paige completely passed out on the couch with like an arm over her face great excellent <laughs> yeah you got Luke like whoa watch me grind this oh no oh god no Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and I think that is a good end for this episode yeah masks big gay nerds is made possible by our patreon supporters we would like to give special thanks to calvin cox evelyn nadia dupont frank l giraffe scarves hell Bloodhands, jack toops jar nope joel John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, Lucas Bell, MC Verdandi, Neon Hellcat, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Udon Bullets, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the lauded gay nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We're at Big Gay Nerdscast on Twitter and just Big Gay Nerds on Tumblr and Facebook.